It says grape wine with natural whiskey and cinnamon flavors and caramel color. Oh, Is Fireball dude. not hard alcohol? Am I drinking wine? Dude, I have to look this up. Look For real, man. Up. Like, look it up. Is really is I'm, fire, Fireball really wine? Dude, I'm I'm really curious. But they call if it this whiskey. Is the real stuff. They call it. If this is, I'm curious if this is the real stuff or if this is like some sort of knockoff. Let me let me show you, on our Zoom here. This looks the same, does it not? Yeah. Or is this something different? No, that looks the same. Okay, that's what I thought. That looks that exactly the same. Thank you. Well, while you look that up. I should probably do the intro so we can get this show started. <laughs> Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Ro Zapanta. Look good, feel good, pod good, let's get it! Yes, and I want you to get the information for me on that fireball (laughs) I was just asking you about, because I need to know. It's sold at Freddy's? That blows my mind, dude. Dude, it is sold at Freddy's. You should just throw that segment in there when you edit this. I will. I'm just going to throw it in there. It has to be in there. Screw it. Someone, Someone at us, okay? Give us the answer here. If it's actually wine, like if the OG fireball is actually wine. Yes, like I am really confused if this is like, I, I don't know if it's a knockoff because I found this thing in in Fred Meyer and I didn't <laughs> think that they could sell it. And I know you're, you're going to throw the previous segment in, but I'm just I'm just recapping it for people right. who just skip the garbage. So totally. <laughs> underneath the the alcohol percentage on this thing it says grape wine with natural whiskey and cinnamon flavors and caramel color i feel like i've been lied to my entire life dude me too i mean i've been calling it fireball whiskey right that's what i'm saying it's It's not not whiskey whiskey blows my mind that blows my mind like i feel bougie drinking it now i know (laughs) anyway actually i don't know about that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely not drinking Fireball. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Anyway, we got we got some stuff to talk about here. I mean, we got there's quite a bit I feel to unpack here. Yeah. Um, but let's start off by talking about the two most recent games. The Blazers took on the Hawks and won that game, 136 to 131. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing to talk about that is it was a battle of the guards. Uh. Trey Young had 56 points, man. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, no defense was played. <laughs> None in on that I, game. On either no, side. I mean, that's pretty evident based <laughs> on the final score. <laughs> what was it? Let's see. 131, 130. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Such a high-scoring game. And yeah, Trey yeah. Young showed exactly why he should be a lock for All-Star this year. Oh, Like a starter. Sure. Dude, if he doesn't... 56 if he doesn't, points. If he doesn't, I'll be so surprised. Like, who else yeah. is doing that right now? And not only that, man, he, you know, during that game, he had a scary fall. It was actually a pretty right, a pretty beastly blo- uh, contest, if you will, <laughs> by Nurk. And uh, yeah. he ended up, it looked like he fell directly on his, his shooting elbow, which was kind of scary. I didn't yeah, see if there were any scary. updates on that. But, man, that was, that was scary. But 
I don't want to spend too much time talking about the Hawks because the Blazers won this game, not the Hawks. But it seems like ESPN only wanted to talk about Young's 56 points when the only youngin we should be talking about is Anthony Simons scoring 43 points, the youngest trailblazer to do so since, what was it, Jeff Petrie or something like that? Yeah. Something ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, Simons, 43 points, three rebounds, seven assists. He just looked like a natural out he there did. as a starter. And he, he was playing good. against a relatively good team in the Hawks. And, you know, he was finding spaces to find his shot. You know, he had it all. He had it deep. He had the floaters mid-range. He was also directing traffic. I think there were a few times where he would completely call a playoff and start directing traffic. And it's good to see from a young guy like him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if you... I don't know if you caught the um, the post game interview with Ant, but uh, his grandpa died the yep. day before. Yeah, and so he dedicated this whole game to his grandpa. And I mean, that's that hits you right in the heartstrings, man. And you know, prayers and condolences to the the Simons family. But agreed, agreed, dude. Way to show out for your for your G paw. He definitely was playing inspired. And Absolutely. There was just something different about him that night, and mm-hmm. it it totally came out. Yeah. And you know, I gotta say it carried over into this next game against the Heat. Unfortunately, Absolutely. the Blazers lose to the Heat, 105 to 109. This was a weird game, like like a wild game, right? Yeah. Um, so early, well, I don't want to say early in the game. I think it was the first half, or maybe. See now I'm getting now I'm getting my timelines mixed up. Yeah, it's too much of this fireball is all I'm saying. Like I, <laughs> I, I say that as I'm about to crack another one of these little tiny like shooters. Like what do you call these things? <laughs> <laughs> the the even... small bottles where it looks like the real bottle? Yeah. Yeah. What are those? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I want to just say maybe like shot-sized glasses. I'm just calling it a shooter. I'm, I don't know. Well, now you're going to forget more. Either way it works. No, 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 no. It's going to help <laughs> me gain my memory back. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, Kyle Lowry gets ejected from the game. He's the first of three ejections in this game. Uh, we, we end up losing Larry Nance Jr., unfortunately, um, who uh, he apparently injured his knee. Yeah, I didn't see it. Did you catch what happened? Because all the replays they showed, like I I couldn't see anything. I rewound it. I couldn't see what happened. It was not clear at all, and that's sort of what scares me. Mm-hmm. Is that you can't really see the tweak happen live. And usually mm-hmm. you sort of like to at least know because well, a lot of times you see some sort of contact, right? And right. that's that's to your point. Like that's the scariest part about this is if it's a non-contact injury, like those are the worst injuries. It seems agreed, absolutely agree. So I guess we're just gonna have to watch out and see what the update is for for Larry Nance. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully it's nothing serious. Hopefully it's like a Jimmy Butler sort of deal, right? Where it's just kind of right. minor. It's just maybe he's out a week or something. Um, now the next ejections I want to talk about came towards the end of the game and the game got, the game got tight. Like the, at one point, I think the heat were leading the blazers by about 19 points or so. And they, they pulled it, uh, pretty close, right? I think it was like a four point game at one point, uh, yeah, late in the fourth. And I can't remember who it was that was bringing up the ball. It could have been ant could have been. Powell, but Nurk sets a gnarly screen on Tyler Harrow. Is it? Ty- is Tyler Harrow? Yeah. Uh, gnarly screen on Tyler Harrow. Uh, 
Pero hits the dirt. Nurt kind of takes a step over him and cuts to the basket. Just as Nurt gets to the basket, Harrow gets up and shoves him in the back. Like, talk about a dirty play. Dirty it, it, play. It has shades of Jokic shoving, uh, oh boy, what's his face in the back? Uh, Ooh, Morris. Morris. Was it Markeith or Marcus? God, I get them. Com- I do. Mar- me too. Markeith. Markeith. I'm not going to commit to this. It's one of the yeah. Morris twins. Anyway, <laughs> when, when he shoved the Mor- one of the Morris twins, and that dude was out. Has he been back yet? I don't believe so. Like it was oh. something like crazy whiplash or something. And yeah. Anyway, I digress. Uh, dirty play, super dirty punk play on Nurk, uh, against Nurk. And Nurk turns around, like, boy, did you Retaliates. just push me? Retaliate, <laughs> slaps him in the face. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. He's lucky Nurk didn't actually try to punch him, because he would have knocked his freaking head off. Um. <laughs> Nurk gets ejected, Harrow gets ejected, who surprisingly can't seem to believe that he got ejected for what he did. Um, But, you know, I have to say with that situation, first I want to ask you, are you surprised at Nurk's reaction or that this happened to Nurk uh, at the end of a close game? Um, Then I want to ask you, how many games do you think Nurk is out for for this? Like, does he get suspended? Oh, man. Well, this this is the bad part, is that the person that retaliates usually gets always, the hardest punishment. Always gets it worse. And so you have to decide, was Nurk's, was Nurk's screen, was that hard enough to call dirty? No, that was a good screen. That was just a good, solid screen. I thought maybe he might have leaned into the screen a little bit. Barely. But, but how heavy is Tyler Hero really? <laughs> this is, this is, maybe a buck seventy-five. <laughs> and what the the beast is like one one or two thirty? He's damn near three hundred pounds. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess we sort of have to start there, right? Tyler Hero. He shouldn't have pushed him in the middle of the back, and that's gotta, a bus- gotta, that is a business decision for real. To I gotta, I gotta pause you real back. quick though, because I am I am becoming notorious for pronouncing names wrong on this show. Is it Tyler Hero or Tyler Harrow? Because I've been saying Harrow. <laughs> I think I think it's Hero. I've heard Hero a bunch of times. See, I'm listening to the Cal- broadcast. I'm listening to Calabro say Hero. Oh, but okay. I also hear him mispronouncing names all the time it's all right man it's all right i think we could i think it's a tomato tomato situation with us i'm gonna call him hero though is he though (laughs) (laughs) i like what you did there with tyler hero he shouldn't have pushed him in the back because that is a business decision you got to know who you're pushing in the back to this man's bosnian okay if we have bosnian listeners they probably all agree that Nurk's retaliation was totally warranted. Probably you don't push they probably in the back like that. They probably thought his reaction was kind of soft. <laughs> probably, probably, man. And you know, he did sort of like paw at his head. If he I'm gave, the league, he gave him a little love tap. Like, he, he hey, did. man, you wanna you wanna rumble? I'm here. I'm here, yeah. hero. It's true. And thing is, is that 
the league is gonna look at going for someone's head a lot harsher than pushing someone in the back. See, I am going to disagree with you there. Ooh, I okay. think I think you make a good point that going for someone's head is maybe more frowned upon than basically any other part of the body. But the fact that Hero Hero got a running start before he made contact with Nurk, I think maybe escalates what he did more than the Nurk love tap. Well, I'm going to reference what you were referencing earlier. Okay. So Jokic shoved Mark Markeef Morris. Markeef Morris. I'm We have an answer. We have an answer here. <laughs> Markeef Morris in the back. Nikola Jokic was suspended a game. But yeah, Morris but he's also only... the reigning MVP. Morris was only fined. Yeah, but Jokic is also the reigning MVP. That's true. That That's I remember true. that being the big hubbub about it. <laughs> <laughs> my my prediction is that I think I think Yusuf probably gets two games, and I think Hero only gets one. I think I think it's going to be the other way around. Other personally. way around. Yeah, I was actually I thinking we'll the other we'll way see. around. Um, but uh, my my second question to you, though, are you surprised by Nurk's reaction? Are you surprised that this happened towards the end of a game? No, not at and all. You know what? Not at Do all. Do you think this may have been in the game plan? <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. It, it sure worked. did. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> Nurk, Nurk is sensitive, man. He is. is sensitive. He is. He's a big teddy bear. And yeah, and you know his feelings were hurt. He got pushed in the back. So I'm, I'm not just, surprised it happened. Look, what what I really want to say about this is, you know, all jokes aside, that was a super dirty, excuse me, act against Snurk by Tyler right. Harrow. Um, what what Harrow has coming to him, he deserves. What Nurk has coming to him he probably deserves two for retaliating Agreed. but either way like let's let's stop the dirty play because there's no place for that in the game agreed yeah but well moving played. on moving on to um ant is uh kind of how i segued into this and then completely glossed over it kid scored 28 points tonight he he really didn't look great in the in the first half Right. Then he comes out and scores something like what was it, eight, like eighteen points in a quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kid was scorching hot. Um, it's it's really nice seeing this from Ant. It's really exciting to see what what kind of potential he's got, and like it kind of seems like he's really finally coming into his own, especially in the starting role. It's kind of fun watching him ball out like this. What what is your opinion? Uh, I think. The reason why Ant was having a tough time in the first half. One, he's young, so sometimes it's hard to get going. Two, Kyle Lowry, that guy is tough. He is. He's a tough guy, and he got ejected from the game. And then after he got ejected, there's a big difference between Kyle Lowry and, I don't know, Kyle Guy. Or Tyler Hero. Or Tyler Hero, right? I'm always going to call him Hero. He's no hero to me. (laughs) Getting buckets is going to be easier for Ant. So... Punk player. I'm, not... <laughs> I'm with you, man. I am with you. I am with you. Um, but yeah, I, I think Ant is showing his chops. 
is looking really, really good. I know we don't have Blazer Ben and we don't have the encyclopedia Eric Foster with us, but Eric's pick for breakout player was Anthony Simons. It was. And it's looking pretty good. For a while there, I thought it was going to be Nasir Little. I know. Um, I am completely out of the race because I thought it was going to be Nurk. But Right. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting uh, comparing uh, Ant and Little's um, play, you know, um, from the beginning of the season to, to this point because I feel like Ant is a little more consistent. But at the same time... Like, we see flashes with Little that completely blow my mind what he does out there. Um, I mean, the guy... Well, really, both of them are just freak athletes. Um, But some of the stuff Little does, I'm like... It it baffles me that he can, you know, get the blocks that he gets. Get the rebounds he gets. Like, that. how tall is he? Like, 6'6", maybe? Yeah, 6'6", but he's got a 7'1 wingspan. 6'6", 7'1 wingspan. He's getting rebounds over 7 feet players, like 6'8 players who also have giant wingspans and can jump out of the gym as well. Like, it's it's impressive what he does. Um, I actually, I have to look up real quick what he had. But, okay, so he only had 10 points tonight. But I just feel like you got to be excited about watching Ant and, and Nasir playing this season because they're they're looking really good they're playing well it may be inconsistent it may be sporadic but it gives you um some hope um it gives you something to dream about because let's be honest guys um this season isn't so awesome yeah the the dreams are getting pretty thin yeah getting pretty thin right now and you know if the blazers have if the blazers have something to to cheer for it's basically to develop these guys who are on our team right now, who are young, who are getting these minutes. I wish Greg Brown was part of this equation too. Okay, wh- that but- that blows my mind. <laughs> Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. The NHL got rid of its ties in 2005, so you know someone's going to light the lamp. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> I just opened Pandora's box here. Why Why is Trendon Watford getting minutes and Greg Brown is not getting any minutes? Trendon Watford, or Wat, Watford? Watford, yep. He, didn't he sign like a, isn't he like a two-way player he or is. something? Yep. And and Greg Brown is a second-round pick, but this guy's not seeing any, any time? Like he's getting DNPs over Watford? It makes absolutely no sense to me. It's like pick a lane, guys. If if we're gonna tank, let's let's tank with players that we could develop that we know have potentially a spot on a roster a year or two from now. And that is not Watford. 
No, it's. I mean, look, <laughs> that's not Watford. I'm okay, I'm okay if they decide to keep Watford for another year or two. That's fine. I don't think yeah. he's going to be a superstar for us. But you know, Greg Brown has. I mean, looks like he's got the potential to be a pretty, um, a pretty good player that can contribute to this team. I'm I'm just baffled by the fact that he doesn't get any playing time. But you mentioned a buzzword just a minute ago what tank tank oh boy look okay we gotta talk about dame we have to talk about dame's injury right now so dame is is expected to miss time uh possibly the next three or four games due to his abdominal injury now the question becomes we're a sub 500 team is it time to shut it down and tank let dame go and get his surgery if he needs surgery and recover and come back next year with a fully healthy dame we're gonna have to see some sort of revamped roster and if we tank we also got to start talking about the picks but let's just start with tanking shutting it down what what are we doing with dame here what would you do bro uh, well, we also asked the people. That's true. On Twitter. And I'm I'm in line with, with the people. And basically, we posed the question whether or not we should shut Dame down for the season. And 308 of you voted. 69% of you voted yes. Giggity. And I'm, I'm with them. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> I'm with 69 of you. 69% of you. And... The reason being is because if Dame comes back, what would we need to see from this team to give us hope that we could actually do something in the playoffs? Like, are you talking this season or next season? We're talking about this season. If you don't shut Dame down, what would we need to see? We would need to see All-Star Dame. We would need to see... This is all stuff that we talked preseason. All-Star Dame. All-Star CJ McCollum. We would need to see Nurkic take a leap. We would need to see Larry Nance being an X-Factor. Also with good development from Ant and Nasir. Those are all the things that we would need for us to make a deep run in the playoffs. And we are so far from that. So incredibly far from that from what I see at least. So I think it's time to just shut Dame down. This is what? The third time he's been out with his lingering abdominal injury. This mm-hmm. dates all the way back. I guess it's something he's dealt with his entire career. But it was bugging him enough during the Olympics yep. to not really play a lot of minutes. And mm-hmm. it's been bugging him ever since. This is one of those things where you just got to shut it down. You got to rest in rehab and just hope you come back better. And yeah, I, I have to say I completely agree. You, you, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, well, one more thing is that I also don't think Billups is necessarily managing his injury correctly to explain the man's playing his averaging like 37 minutes yeah well i mean what are you you gonna do what are you gonna do you've got a a team that's floundering nobody's really stepping up you have you've got your your workhorse you've got your 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 show pony if you i I don't even know if that's the correct (laughs) 
uh, analogy here, but <laughs> I think workhorse. You know, it's good. You've got yeah. <laughs> you've got your champion that you've well, not that he's been the coach, but you know that you have this champion in Dame Lillard that you can rely on night after night after night. Don't tell me not to use champion. He's a champion in my heart. No, he's he's a champion. He's, he's an a Olympic champion, champion for sure. So absolutely. So you know. I, the thing is, I don't think he would play him that many minutes if Dame didn't didn't want to. True, but sometimes like, you gotta protect the player, right? It's it's true, but you know, I also I can't fault Billups that much. He's he's a first year head coach, you know. He's he's got a he's working with a superstar that's been there uh, for his entire career, and has yeah. I mean he knows he knows what he's doing. He knows if, if he's hurt enough that he shouldn't play, he's probably not going to play. Like, right. Dame and is a professional. I guess it's it's not just all Billups. I'm just saying Billups because that's the face of who manages him. Yeah. But, it's of course, it's the medical staff. Like, we don't know what the medical staff is telling Billups. If they're mm-hmm. saying, yeah, he's good to go fully, well, of course and he's going to play with full thing. minutes, right? Well, here's go the ahead. thing. He probably is good to go fully. He probably is. It just It's a nagging issue. Yeah. If I hear the word chronic injury, that's something that you sort of work people back into. It's not something where it's like, I'm going to take a couple games off and now I'm fully healthy. Now give me the full 37 minutes. Yeah. It just doesn't sound right to me. I don't know what's being told to Billups. I don't know what's being told to the medical staff. And I don't I don't know what, what Damian Lillard is saying. You know, I'd like that guy is a freaking stud. Like, I'm sure his like, I'm perfectly healthy coach. Put me in there. Like, I want to play. I wouldn't put it past them to say something like that. So, yeah, I, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, But to keep to keep things moving along a little bit, I'm just going to have to say that I agree with you that it probably is time to shut down Dame. Uh, You know, we still don't know when CJ's coming back. Yeah, just lost Nance. Um, and you know, this has been a weird season already just with all the COVID health and safety protocol, uh, BS. Um, I'm just thinking like, I don't know if I should have said BS on here, but you know what? All I'm saying is, uh, I think, I think we know what you mean though. Right. Um, I just think that it's such a weird year. You know, the past three seasons have been super weird seasons. I think that. It's time to shut him down. Let's work on... <laughs> if, if you can say, let's work on tanking. But let's tank. Tank the season, man. Tank you know, a palooza. Let's, let's, let's get healthy, which is something that yeah. we have not we have not been for a long time. Let's True. get completely healthy, cross our fingers, and let's see what we can do in the draft. Because Portland has a, a first-round lottery-protected draft pick this year. Right. So that means as long as we're within the top 14, I think it's 14, um, we get that pick, right? And so I don't know where we're looking at right now, but it's got to be somewhere between like six and eight if, if, if the, the draft started today. Today, right. So, you know, you look at players that are available. I mean, you've got some, you've got some big bodies that look pretty good. You know, one of the... I mean, if we're talking top three, if we can get down to top three, 
you know, I, I don't expect us to get the top spot, but probably not. But you know, if we can get you never someone know. like it's a lottery. If we can get someone like Chet Holmgren from from the Zags, like Yo. That, that dude, that would be a heck of a pick. Um, you know, there's Jabari Smith. We've got um, Jalen. I think it's Jalen Duran. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some there's some guys that can make an immediate impact right out of the gates. Yeah, it would if, be worth if we're it. Able to get them. If if we could get some of those players, I think it would be completely worth it. And Dame comes back healthy, I think we could all agree that probably this isn't our year. Right. Like this. <laughs> this. It's. <laughs> I, th- I think the writing is on the wall, bro. Yeah. I think we all it's, know it. It's we not all our know year. it. Look, it has this has nothing to do with keeping faith anymore or having hope or or you know I hate it. I hate the fact that when when you can see what's happening and you start calling for some changes or you know hoping for something to to happen different than what's already happening like people start questioning your loyalty uh, loyalty or your allegiance right like that loyalty has nothing to do with it right now right now it's all about wanting the team to get healthy doing the best for next season i mean we need to shift our focus and you know say say portland does shut dame down we end up tanking the season we get a decent pick uh call it top five in the lottery yeah what else do you think has to happen for the blazers if if at at all if anything has to happen for for the blazers to make a deep run next season well some of this is it has to do with luck right oh like we we definitely need a a big leap from Anthony Simons and and Little, and then also for Larry Nance to take a, a jump too, take more responsibility and be a part of this group. If they aren't traded, right? And the reason why I'm saying this is because we have defensive liabilities on this team, who put out great stats or good stats that are our biggest trade pieces. I mean. We could make it. We could move Nurk. We could move CJ, and possibly get more defensive players that might complement Damian Lillard better. We always talk about Ben Simmons. I'd love to see Ben Simmons on this team. I'd like to see him next to next to Dame Lillard. I'd like I to know, see him and Larry Nance on the floor together. Exactly. I mean, just having a a first team defense player on the Blazers mm-hmm. would be amazing. And I think that's that's part of the change that needs to happen is that this roster just needs a big shakeup. What Neil Olshay has left us is exactly what we're seeing, right? We're just we're just spinning our tires, man. It's yeah. the same thing same thing we've been seeing for the past five or six seasons. We're just what spinning kind of, our tires. What kind of changes would uh, would you like to see? You know, I, I'd like to see the Blazers figure out how to bring in one of those big time wing players. Right, and and I'm not saying yeah. big time like Kevin Durant or something, or you know, I just somebody that can really make a difference defensively, somebody who can knock down the three and spread the floor a bit. Um, you know, I I hate to say like 
I think you're right about Nerd. And and I say this also because if you're if you have a top five pick in this draft coming up, you have a really good shot at I mean legitimately drafting a starting center. Right? right. Or or power forward. But there's a there's a few centers in there that can really make a difference and, and actually start. Um you know, you you think about the half, Warriors. Half of Portland just cringed right now about I, I drafting drafting a high pick center. I know it. Me too, man. <laughs> me me too. Look, all I'm saying <laughs> do is do those do the scouting report on the knees. That's all. Please, that's all we want. Please, <laughs> please check the knees. Yep. And you know, not not only that. I mean, let's let's draft the best available player and not the player that we think we need to fill out the roster. Agreed. You know, like. Think about if we would have drafted Kevin Durant instead of uh, Greg Odin. Odin. You know, I mean, not yeah. not to knock Odin because he was a generational talent. He was the yeah. same as Durant, but the problem is he had glass knees, and they knew that. They knew they that it. going into it, but they went with it anyway because he was the type of player that they needed, who they thought they needed to, you know, cement the 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 next dynasty. Now, you get someone like. Kevin Durant that could help space the floor, maybe take the pressure off Brandon Roy. Who knows how much longer Brandon Roy could have played due to the fact that he wasn't going to have to be utilized for so, so many plays, you know, every possession, every possession. Yeah. Yes. Every every possession. possession. I mean, you know, you, you could get by with running with someone like a Prisbilla or a Chris Kamen or, you know, someone, someone like that who may not, be the flashiest big man or put up the the flashiest stats but he's gonna do the little things and, and be that big body and get you some stops that helps you win you know they you don't you don't have to have an all-star center yeah or, or an all-nba center to win a championship and just look don't... just look at at the warriors it's true it's true and you know i was about to say something along the lines of that i think Uh, with the Warriors situation, they actually had a a business decision to make where you could could sort of see... Right? You could sort of see... (laughs) (laughs) You could sort of see the Blazers could possibly be in that position too where you have a high draft pick and you have a fringe all-star like CJ McCollum Mm -hmm. and you put those two together, you might be able to get yourself a decent player back. That could help you win right away. And then maybe you get that wing that you always wanted, right? And then also during free agency, instead of, you know, going with a lumbering big band like Nurkic, you get an athletic big. Mm -hmm. Someone that could catch lobs and do fun things with Damian Lillard. You know, you think about a team like the Indiana Pacers who are looking at rebuilding. Right. I mean, you're telling me they wouldn't take someone like CJ McCollum and a top five six seed in the draft right. for someone like miles turner or yeah. or sabonis I mean, or sabonis i mean guaranteed they would take that for miles turner i mean they have to be giving us something else too but you know what i mean like, absolutely of, of course they would take something like that yeah of we'll course. take we'll take karis lavert too <laughs> yeah as long as he can stay healthy <laughs> true <laughs> please the don't thing- give us any injury prone players that's no. that's that's why you know i i cringe every time i hear people talking about sabonis because that guy's always hurt that's true that's true but he's playing like a beast right now man he's good but you he's know good bring sabonis back to the to the rose city i'm for it 
right? Seriously. I'm for it. But, I mean, I to be honest with you, in, in that whole, you know, hypothetical situation, I'm more of a Miles Turner fan. Me too. I think he fits better with, with Dame Lillard. I agree. I agree. But, you know, I, th- I think all of this is to say that if the Blazers shut it down, if they shut Dame down, they tank, you know, get a high draft pick, they got options. And actually, they, they have quite a few options. And it's it's something that could, you know, provide immediate returns the next season. Agreed. Agreed, man. Well, hey, man. Shout out to you for joining me on the show once again. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter at BustedBucket with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.